guys, let it sink in. Parasite is best picture. I can't wait to get into the breakdown here, but before I do, I just want to do a quick programming note off the top. So I've been recording three episodes a week since I launched this podcast on January 13th. We covered everything. We got through all the Best Picture nominees, every single category. Now I'm going to slow it down. A lot of people have been asking me what comes next for you after the show. Well, there's still plenty to cover. I know we're still basking in the glory of last night. 2021 is already compiling its Oscar class. Pixar has a movie called Onward coming out in a few weeks. That could be an animated nomination. James Bond movies coming out. Those theme songs are usually nominated. So I'll be coming back every two weeks between now and fall festival season. So no episode next Monday. Following Monday, you'll hear from me. And then starting in September, I'll pick it back up to once a week. We'll cover the big temple releases, but also the smaller releases, shorts and documentaries that come out throughout the year. Try to have some filmmakers on and then just have some general Oscar conversation. How necessary is a host or some new awards that should be added to this show. I'm really excited about what comes from here, but for now, let's get into talking about last night with Hans von Walter. This is my Oscar recap. You are listening to the OCC. And the Oscar goes to Parasite. Film Twitter, we did it. Woo! Nerds Unite, Parasite is Best Picture, and I am joined by Hans von Walter, who is an Oscar completist to the extreme, and in fact, he has sat inside the Dolby Theater on Oscar night. Hans, thank you so much for joining. Uh, very excited to be here. It is truly just an honor to be nominated. Yeah, well, that's what Parasite probably thought going into the evening. That's where to start. I mean, there's nowhere else to start. What was your What was your reaction with the way that it all played out? This is this is going to be the top headline, like from just the film world for I think like months to come. I was just so pleasantly and genuinely shocked. There is a video I think I put up on my Facebook or Instagram of of my reaction to the uh, to Jane Fonda announcing that Parasite won Best Picture, and I am just I am just losing my mind. Honestly, what a lot of people were saying, they were like, well, in hindsight, like you know the you know maybe you should have like predicted. It. And I was just like, for me, like the nominations when the nominations came out, like. The Academy went in so many safe directions as far as like uh, potential choices they could have made, potential nominees. Like, you know, we got shutouts from The Farewell and Us and Hustlers and all these great films that came out this year. So I just kind of figured that the final list of winners would end up hewing more safe as well. Like, I think 1917 is a, is a fantastic movie, but it, it just feels like kind of like your, you know, your typical 90s, like winner for, of the Oscar, like from like the 90s, you know? So... To, to watch it pan out the way it did, it was, it was thrilling. I, I think that all the people like us who follow this really closely, who watch all the movies, we're just like afraid of getting hurt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so cynical. And what I learned from this is I'm never going to try to game theory <laughs> the Academy again because I, I live 2,000 miles away. I have no sources in the Academy. And I was there sitting trying to say, well, the technical branch will vote for this and the acting branch will vote for this second. And I'm just, I think in the future, I'm just going to say what I think should happen and not even guess. I mean, that's that's probably the right way to go. Honestly, I was trying to, like like you said, uh, game theory is exactly the right uh, word to use there because um, with regards to the way Best Picture is picked with the preferential ballot, I was literally going like film by film, 
And, you know, if, if you figure that, like, you know, the final two films that would be, like, getting the most votes would be, like, Parasite in 1917, I was literally trying to be like, well, what would people who voted for Joker prefer? What would people who voted for Little Women prefer? And I kind of came out to relatively even with a little bit of an edge to 1917. So I was like, I think that that makes the most sense. And we saw how it played out with the Producers Guild ballot, where in a preferential system, 1917 kind of floated to the top. So... I was, you're right, I, I really, I, and actually, to your point about uh, Oscar completism, uh, I believe since I've started trying to be more uh, diligent about seeing every nominees, my, my um, predictions uh, scores have uh, trended downward, so may, maybe I should just go back to just, like, assuming what, what, what may or may not win. I, I think that's absolutely been the case for me as well. All of it on paper, like I did not believe Parasite could get it done. I just thought even for the people that were saying it was going to win, I was like giving it the international feature and thinking that that's sufficient seems like the most quintessential Academy move to me. Yep. Once the show started, though, so I'm trying to play out sort of by the time that Jane Fonda stepped on stage, did you think it was going to win? The director win was truly shocking, and it was the first indication that maybe things were changing the tide, but I was honestly still expecting 1917 to come out of her mouth. I mean, a part of it was earlier in the evening, like, yes, it picked up uh, original screenplay and international feature film, and then when it didn't pick up um, what I thought, like, it had pretty, I had thought it had a pretty decent shot in both editing and production design, mostly just because, like, it did win, um, I think it's respective guilds in those uh, categories. It didn't win BAFTA in either category, but, you know, it was, you know, so it was kind of like a toss-up. And so when I didn't see that it didn't pick up those two wins, I was like, oh, okay, so this will probably be just like a screenplay and a and an international feature win, and director Bong will get his, um, will get to bring home his, his Oscar. When director was announced, I was just like, what? How did that... It, it kind of reminded me, the analogy I gave to someone was about how like last year or two years ago in the midterm, like in the midterm elections, Ohio went for a Democrat for Senate, uh, but a Republican for governor. And given that those are two statewide races, it was just so like it was so like I was just like, how does how does that disconnect happen where you have two statewide races and one goes one way and one goes the other way? So I figured it would be kind of be something similar here where you know you had the entire academy voting on every one of these wars if someone's going to want to give something best picture i would assume that you just kind of want to go on down the line with it but maybe the maybe the voters are actually watching these films who knows maybe (laughs) i i I guess the thing that did sort of start to give me burgeoning hope throughout the night so first of all i didn't have i had once upon a time in hollywood for screenplay Mm -hmm. i think I, I looked at your picks. I think you did have Parasite for screenplay, right? I did, you got yeah. that one, right? So for me, not having it, I, I didn't think they were going to give it to a non-English language script. And so when that came through, it didn't necessarily like make me think it was going to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But when that that came through and director came through, combined with just the enthusiasm in the yes. room, I was just like, hold on, these are the people who are voting, mm-hmm. and they're really into this. Yeah, no, the, the enthusiasm and the, the cheering was palpable. But again, it's one of those like things where I just like, uh, I don't know how much like stock I should put in this. Like I remember a few years ago, like when Quaven Janae Wallace was nominated for Best Actress and she got like a loud cheer in the room. And I was like, no, there's no way they're going to give it to her. But I think it was just the accomplishment of getting an Oscar nomination at age nine. So 
for this, I, there was a part of me that was just like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a movie that everyone just like really loves. So I'm sure that that's where the love is coming from. But little did I know. So why do you think this one broke through? Like of all the movies that I guess our type of person and not to lump us all in a category, we all have distinct <laughs> tastes. But the, you know, the people who really follow this closely, mm-hmm. they all we all gravitated to Parasite. And why do you think that this is the year that this is the movie that, that broke through and, and was able to actually win? I, th- I think every year I've noticed that the, the race ends up boiling down to like what I call like the, the cool movie and the traditional movie, right? Uh, like last year, I think like the cool movie was, was Roma. Like mm-hmm. it was just an incredible like achievement of cinematography and, and technological craft and whatnot. Um, in addition to being such a, a, a passion project for Alfonso Cuaron. Um, so there were a lot of similar parallels to that this year. Um, where like Parasite was the the cool picture, while 1917 was like the I, I mean I think 1917 is miles better than Green Book, but it still had all the traditional elements of like what goes into a winner, you know what like you know like what's gonna look handsome. I like to think of like what's gonna look handsome in a list of best picture winners, right? I don't know if you've ever been to the Dolby, but right outside. Um, right outside the Dolby Theater, there are these um, columns, right. um, and you can kind of see them in some shots of the red carpet, but there are these columns where um, they have every single winner of a of the best picture like listed uh, on display forever and ever, and they have like spaces like to be able to like fill up all the way up to like 2090s or something, ass- assuming assuming we're all still around by then. So I always think about like, is this gonna like look good as like a like a like a handsome winner in like a list of nominees? And so 1917 just like felt like it checked off all of those boxes for it, and the precursors were going for it. So for so for Parasite to like pull this out, I think was a combination of a just the Academy on one hand often saying, hey, we're gonna go our own way and we're gonna do our own thing. Um, you know, obviously this isn't, you know, this isn't a selection by committee, you know, this is like, you know, over 8,000 people submitting their votes. And ultimately, I, I think what just happened was I, even though it didn't pan out in, in terms of nominations this year, I really do think that the Academy's efforts to make the voting body more um, internationally diverse, I don't want to say inclusive, but but just wide reaching, I think that those efforts uh, paid off. And who knows, maybe maybe like, you know, if we're drawing a direct parallel to last year, I'm, I'm guessing the, the vote between Green Book and Roma was very close. And this year, just kind of flipped the other way. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it makes me wonder whether next year she's just going to flip back and be the 1917. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's a structural, small step toward a structural change. And I guess we won't know that for a while. I was looking back over time and I was trying to figure out what is the last year that I could plausibly argue that the winner of Best Picture was the best movie of the year. Oh man, Um, I first started following the Oscars closely uh, in 2008. So actually not that terribly long ago, but still, you know, uh, almost a third of my life ago. And the way that I got into the Oscars was basically, I was 18 years old and in college, or about to start college, and I went to go watch a little movie that was coming out that summer called The Dark Knight. And I, I was just in such awe of Heath Ledger's performance and the film experience that I had just experienced that I walked out of the movie theater and I was like, does a film like this win Oscars? You know, and so and so I literally just went home and I Googled the Dark Knight Oscars. And that took me down this rabbit hole 
of Oscar blogs and prediction sites and that and you know and it was it was something that has like you know that sucked me in ever ever since and so um, since so I I always consider 2008 that the year the year that I started watching I started paying close attention to the Oscars and so definitely since that time of when I first started following this is the first time that the winner matches up with my own personal favorite. But as far as like what might be universally considered across the board, uh, like the best film of the year, Casablanca, and I would say maybe the last time that like a movie, at the very least, that was like you know something that like is going to be at the top of everyone's list. One was probably like like Silence of the Lambs, or that's exactly what I came up with. Yeah, I came up with 1991, and now I was in I was in first grade in 1991, so I don't know what like the uncut gems of 1991 was. But as far as a movie that seems reasonable to be the best movie of the year. That's the most recent that I could come up with almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that, that I think that sounds about right. And um, I listened to, uh, I, I don't know how gauche it is to talk about other podcasts on a <laughs> podcast, but I listened to um, Blank Check with Griffin David. It's a wonderful film podcast um, where they like go through director's filmographies and um, they just, they're doing their Jonathan Demi miniseries right now. And so they did Silence of the Lambs and they always like to talk about like the context of the year and how that year, the Science of the Lambs was just considered just such an undeniable genre bender of a cinematic achievement that you just could not deny it. And so I guess I guess it's just one of those like things where like the stars align and people were just like, Parasite, this is this is undeniable. I am preparing myself for the backlash that's going to come of, of Parasite is overrated and I don't care. I just honestly don't care. I will, and I really think that it that it's going to be able to to withstand withstand it. Like I I am very stingy with like what I recommend to people. Like even last year Roma was my favorite of the of of the of the lineup, but even when you know, when some people were like, "Well, what's your favorite? Maybe I should watch it." And I I would tell them Roma, but I it was it was always littered with asterisks, right? It was like so it's Roma, but, you know, like, make sure when you watch it, like, it's a foreign language film, and, you know, like, you know, when you, it's, it's on Netflix, so don't do what you usually do when you watch something on Netflix, which is be on your phone or whatever. Like, you got to, like, get yourself in the mood or whatever. With Parasite, it has just been an unabashed, like, just, just watch it and watch it and love it, because I know you will. Yeah, highly worthy. Obviously, I am thrilled. It's, it was the best case scenario that I could have imagined. I'm trying to think about whether it's good for the Oscars overall. So like I went to work today, like I felt like my team won the Super Bowl last yeah, night. And I, yeah. I would know because I'm a Patriots fan. I go into my first meeting and I'm talking to a project manager who's, you know, doesn't really watch a lot of movies. They're, we're kind of just shooting, shooting it about pop culture. And she's like, what was that movie? Is it like a Chinese movie or a Korean movie or something? And I was like, oh, that's probably why. Ratings dropped thirty percent from last year. Right, even though we're even though we're like just feeling you're right, like on absolute like cloud nine about like just for once like the best film of the year actually winning, and so like I I went to work today and ob- and everyone at work knows uh, that I'm a you know huge Oscars geek and so everyone was actually like thrilled to see me <laughs> so elated and ecstatic, but I did of, of course like you know the the thing that will always deflate my right on right on cue like you know I scrolled through Facebook and I already saw a few 
there was at least one comment that was something along the lines of like, well, one international feature. Why didn't they just like give something else best picture? Uh, and another one where it was just like, well, why even have best international feature? It, it just screamed so much of like years ago, like, you know, the, the all lives matter thing or whatever. It was just like, well, like, why have a breast cancer day? Why not have an all cancer day or whatever? And so I'm just like, uh, like this is the kind of conversation that uh, is going to be more challenging to have. But I'm glad that it is about this masterpiece. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think that on balance... More people are going to see Parasite, which is a great thing. The, these awards should be about the best movies. I, I think that like the reason they had so much backlash a few years ago when they tried to have best popular Oscar, people will tune in or they won't tune in, and they should try to make the show better. We can talk about that in a minute, but you, you got to honor the best stuff. And I think that you know, for whatever reason that the that the ratings were down this year, I hope they don't take that as like, uh oh, next year we have to make. Wonder Woman 1984, the best picture, no one will watch it. <laughs> well, and who knows? Maybe Wonder Woman 1984 will be in the will already be in the conversation. I mean, what I mean, what what was just so comical about about that whole conversation was that um, the films that were in contention uh, at the time that the best popular film was con- being considered to be added were already hugely popular. Like it was like Black Panther and A Star Is Born. And uh, you know, and little did we know, Bohemian Rhapsody was a uh, was a uh, lurking in the in the wings, ready to become the biggest Oscar winner of last year, mysteriously. When when it comes to separating out and highlighting international feature film, I think the purpose of that in the context of the Academy is acknowledging just the immense uh, impact of international filmmaking just on cinema as a whole. And the Oscars specifically, you know, don't bill itself as, you know, as opposed to like the, the BAFTAs, which literally have the, the word British in them or, um, or, you know, what used to be the, the genies of Canada that I specifically honor Canadian screen. I guess they're the Canadian screen awards now. Like they, they pride themselves in rewarding achievement in filmmaking full stop. International film being like such a such a important impact on that is something that I think is very important like for them to continue to highlight these international feature films whereas like for like as far as like you know popular films like they you know one could say that they get their reward at you know at the box office and and when one is good enough to like transcend that um you know like to be called among the best then they then they feel like they should reward it like once upon a time in hollywood 1917 like all those films did very well at the box office. little women which you know if you told me like you know a few years ago that a little women adaptation was going to make uh what is that now like nearly 100 million or whatever um i that's i was just like well that's just that's just like so yeah, I I mean I don't know like the I think that there are other ways that like the academy can continue to consider how they can reward um, you know popular film without being so a nail on the head about it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was rather impressive that um, uh, Brad Pitt um, acknowledged stunt coordinating and stunt casting um, uh, in his speech, uh, considering that you know that was his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and. You know, I think I think that like, you know, reward stunt coordinators, reward ensembles like, you know, these are ways that like you can um, try to if, if your goal is to be expand your um, palette uh, as like a film goer and as a, and as someone who is recognizing, you know, the achievements of film. Um, then, yeah, give out more awards like, you know, nothing, nothing has to be locked at 24. 
I'm all about that. One that I've always pushed for, and I don't quite know how this would work, but best small release. I feel like A24 just needs its own category. <laughs> or at the very least, like, you know, if the Academy were to, like, um, partner up with something like the Indie Spirit Awards, which always take place, like, the day before, and I think, um, you know, Farewell did fairly good on, on that at that one. Yeah, I think it won. Right, right. Uh, and so, like, you know, just being able to, like, be more like in in solidarity of just like the filmmaking process in general. I think that that would that would that would be nothing but good. So, Parasite obviously was a huge win, a huge surprise for everybody. It was basically the only real surprise I think through the night. Maybe film editing going to Ford versus Ferrari. Um, so we started off with a pretty obvious win with Brad Pitt. Um, oh, and then we went right into um, best animated feature, which I knew was pretty contested. I had finally resigned myself to predicting Klaus um, after it swept the Annie Awards, it uh, won the BAFTA, and I just I just underestimated Pixar. I uh, Toy Story Four I don't believe had won any major um, precursors prior to uh, prior to last night. So I was so that was the, my first sign that like oh well there goes my ballot. Uh, and then, and then we got uh, you know the animated short film to the delightful Hair Love, and then um, director Bong won his original screenplay award shortly after that. And um, so I think the night, other than the like animated blip, was like kind of like going along as as expected. Oh yeah, and then the night took a weird turn with an Eminem performance. Yeah, I want to get to the show itself. If Parasite had not won Best Picture. This would have been maybe the worst Oscar broadcast I'd ever seen. From the opening number <laughs> with uh, Janelle Monet, I was just agog. It was clear that they obviously like had a little bit of lightning in a bottle last year with the no host attempt, and I was I think happy to hear no host again. But as I was expecting, I was I was a little bit worried that they would learn the wrong lessons from last year. This year, like, the lesson that they decided to, like, take from that was, like, okay, well, now every single presenter or uh, presenter is going to go up there and do a comedy routine. Like, the, the Steve Martin and Chris Rock bit was just interminable. I was just, like, waiting for it to, like, end. But, yeah, that opening number with Janelle Monet, I mean... What a what a what a what a choice! Um, I think one of my friends texted me was like, um, "Snow White and Roblo are probably feeling pretty good right about now." Starting out with "Won't You Be My Neighbor." First of all, I liked "Won't You Be My Neighbor." I thought it was a little bit undercelebrated this year. Not a relevant movie to lead your Oscar. <laughs> yes, one nomination, so that was weird. Midsommar was in there, which is not nominated for anything. Versus, like, you know, like, if, if what they were trying to parallel last year was, like, the Queen opening, which was just, I mean, that that made sense. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated for um, five Oscars, and so it, it made sense. And it, and it was a straightforward conceit. Like, open up, you know, a uh, an award ceremony with We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions. Like, that's nice and straightforward. This it was just like it was it was like an opening number by committee. Like, let's have Janelle Monet. Let's have references to movies. Let's have a piano. This all sounds great, you know. So it it was just like it was just again kind of like I think the recurring theme is like they learned the wrong lesson from last the wrong lessons from last year. You had the opening number was weird. I I'm an old school. I like the host, and so I kind of even Steve Martin and Chris Rock. I, 
I was okay with that part. What I what drove me absolutely crazy, and then finally George McKay like sort of made a joke about it. But the whole time I'm thinking, why are they having presenters present the other presenters? What is that? It was weird. I don't think they even did that last year. And so like you have Beanie Feldstein coming out and be like, and now Mindy Kaling. And then Beanie Feldstein leaves. There were 24 categories in this year's Oscars. There were 14 musical performances last night. 14. Were there really? Oh my gosh. Now I'm counting, I'm counting best score. So I'm counting when they played all the best score nominees. Oh, sure. Were you familiar with Utkarsh Ambudskar before the Oscars? Um, he was in Pitch Perfect, I believe. And I remember him being funny in Pitch Perfect. He, he, did, he wasn't a bad rapper. How did you feel about having the show that you've been watching recapped for you? Was that helpful? Um, Enjoyable? No, I mean, I feel like I'm a good viewer of television. You know, I, my, like, you know, the, the, the ceremony ended up being uh, the same length as The Irishman. So, you know, like, if I can sit the, through The Irishman, like, I am fine, like, sitting through a three-hour, um, you know, telecast. Uh, just, you know, kind of keep it moving, please. Like, I... Like, even even to you, like, an often compared television event to this, obviously not in viewers um, by any measure, is, of course, the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, Super Bowl has commentators, but they're not constantly being like, okay, so here's what you have missed. You know, like, they assume good faith in their viewers. Yeah, it's just weird. And I think the last piece, obviously, we started to talk about it, was, was Eminem on the heels of, I should say, classic oscar montage every year you know it's here's scenes about fishing or some random thing that has nothing to do with the oscars here's some songs in movies i guess was the category theme right and so i right like it's funny even how like wikipedia i'm looking through like wikipedia right now how it recaps this whole thing so anthony ramos introducer of presenter lin-manuel miranda Lin-Manuel Miranda, introducer of performer Eminem. <laughs> so it's just like this 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 cascade of introductions um, that ultimately result in Eminem performing "Lose Yourself," uh, which I the only the only thing I can think of that like justifies like why that choice was made was you know he didn't get to perform it when. Eight Mile One, or sorry, uh, Lose Yourself One, um, back in two thousand three. So, it's it, I I I am I'm still at a loss. I'm still rather um, shocked that it happened. As was again, you know, Adina Menzel of all people and Martin Scorsese, uh, who were um, who were uh, noted in the audience to be uh, somewhat bewildered. Yeah. So, and I mean, I think I, I strive every year. I, I hope for the year where you have kind of the combination of the really tightly crafted show and all the all the results that you want. And I haven't, as far as long as I've been watching the Oscars, which is a while, I haven't seen both of those things happen in one year. But certainly, at least, you know, I, I feel good about the Oscars because Parasite won Best Picture. But what does this show need? Like moving forward. What is the answer to get to that elusive, perfect lap, as Christian Bale would say? Um, oh, man. I Well, so I, I think that they're looking in the wrong direction um, if they are wanting to nominate just popular films. 
Avengers Endgame, you know, I'm pretty sure like people didn't uh, tune in to, um, you know, watch watch whether or not it would win visual effects. At the same time, um, you know, one of my friends did note that like one of the loosest correlations um, that we do have with regards to um, whether or not ceremony ratings are up or down is if there was a presence of a big blockbuster. So. I think encouraging Academy members to have a little bit more of a, like an ear to the ground as far as like mm. what is being like talked about and what is being seen um, by the larger general public without having to shoehorn a popular film category. I really don't think a popular film category would solve like the ratings issues. Um, having presenters go up, uh, say a few words and presenting the awards. And like, honestly, I don't think that you need to have a, a ceremony or a um, uh, a show that's much more complicated than that. I like I I think back to uh, earlier this year. I think they got um, the SAG Awards in under like you know two hours, and it was just present the awards, and, and everyone really liked it. It was a good show. Um, I I I personally think though, like, and I know I'm in the solid minority on this, but you know I think the you know the Oscars uh, should last as long as the Super Bowl. Um, because, you know, obviously I love the movies and, uh, you know, it's the one time a year that we ask America to just like, you know, sit down like for four hours to, you know, watch something, you know, watch uh, the, the movies get honored. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I would be fine with a longer show, but but use the time better. I put more awards in there, show more clips. You're right. You're right. Clips like clips ended up with themselves like, oh, oh, and that was that was another odd choice this year. Like where instead of doing a, a classic Oscar clip uh, for each of the acting nominees, they did like a montage and then they did like and now the nominees are and then the cut to the person sitting in the audience, which, again, was a choice. I you know, I, the more I the more I keep saying, well, that was a choice. I do applaud the Academy for trying new things that I'm sure will hopefully be workshopped and be like, you know, what worked and what didn't. Um, unfortunately, it just looks like there were a lot of things that came together in this particular uh, ceremony that should have been maybe nixed in committee if they were wanting to try so many new different things. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And yet, all is forgiven because Parasite is best picture. Any stray final thoughts? Oh man, I mean, I was asking myself earlier, like, what do we, what do I do with the rest of my February? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. What, what do you do? Do you, when do you start watching movies at the clip that it takes to get through all of the, all of the movies again? When do you pick that back up? I mean, I guess Birds of Prey is out, right? Like, and that's a previous uh, makeup. Um, franchise winner so oh no well i know <laughs> I'll, pro I'll probably you know gather some friends and we'll head out I, you know i work I, I work i'm a psychiatrist so i'm sure there's some psych themes <laughs> that i'm sure we can um we can uh, parse through i mean w the one thing that i i consider myself uh, pretty shameful in uh, as far as like a being a completist is I haven't even like seen all the best picture winners so I am I am I have now that the season is over I uh, can kind of go back to trying to make my way through that um, through that list and then seeing uh, where else I can start kind of plugging in some holes as far as uh, my um, viewership history because after doing this for 11 12 years I think I think it's time that I, I, I like finally check that off my to-do list yeah that's where I'm going to I'm going with some of the older movies and then 
it'll start up pretty soon with kind of drip drip you know onward is out and that's an animated movie and james bond will have a theme song and but i feel like usually it's a sprint and then i'm sort of i need a little bit of a break this year i got them done so early that i'm ready to go again i feel like i've had a a week or two Uh, yeah, I, um, I didn't plan out my, my last week very well. And so I found myself watching my last movie, which was breakthrough, um, hours before the ceremony started while I was like, uh, prepping a bunch of, um, dishes for, um, dishes for my party. And, um, it was, uh, boy, uh, wow. What, what a movie to, what a movie to end. Yeah. What that, that song though, you know? Oh, that cut to Diane Warren like after the performance though was 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 pretty great. She just she's just is in such emotional awe of herself, and well, one day she will get she will get her award. She just has to find the the right combination of maudlin and sap and melodrama and lack of competition. Yeah, what generic uh, interchangeable uplifting ballad will she write next year? I guess we'll see. Well, Hans, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to join in and break it all down. And again, enjoy the win. This is uh, this may not happen for us again. It you know it probably won't. Uh, but in the meantime, I will just uh, continue to tell everyone to go out and watch it or rent it. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much. <laughs>